Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so we, we let's put some sound effects. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to kick you in the face there, Rosie. Just kick Rosie. I didn't, I didn't mean to. He's just trying to do a Halloween it's intro and you kicked my dog. It was a, it was a love tap. A love tap to the face with your foot. <laughs> that's how you do love taps. Hi, I Rosie. feel very sorry for those you love. I'm <laughs> that's probably why a lot of my girlfriends love me. Yeah, this is the it's love like taps with keeps, my foot. Keeps putting his foot in my mouth. <laughs> well, they sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's, just, that's how you show love. Love taps. <laughs> why do I have lint in my mouth? <laughs> just climb down, baby. Per, per, per capita export value. <laughs> He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your fault? The word was S-A-R-T. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Hood.
Did you hear all the spooky things and sound effects you're putting in? Oh, it's so creepy. Uh, legally binding, if you don't shit yourself by the end of this episode because it's so scary, Jesse legally owes you a uh, million dollars Canadian. Worth of love taps. Worth of love taps. Yeah, you'll, not, get, you'll get a million a checkbook of love tap vouchers. Yeah, that you can that you can come to me at any time, and, and he will ta- he will hit slowly tap you in the face with his foot. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, we've got some we've got some very very before we get into the Halloween episode and the spookiness, some very exciting news. Uh, yes. If you haven't seen on our social media, and you are just a podcast listener, and you haven't seen in the news because we did make some very uh, news. small newspapers. We're in the um, small news podcasting industry we have done something very uh special i can uh, it's special to us it might not be special I mean, in the grand scheme of things so special I have, in quotes what's in this giant box i'm gonna get jesse what's in the box it's overdone so it's a big white cardboard box giant i'm cardboard very excited box. i'm gonna in, pretend like i don't know but i totally know <gasps> inside is a little do you hear this do you hear this race is now box, joining the asmr a brown box and inside that you'll hear the Wave. unforgettable sound of an audio cassette. So we've done an episode called An Incomplete History of the Hudson Bay Company. Yes. That will only exist on 50 cassettes. Um, and we will delete the original files. So these will be the only way to ever listen to this episode is by having one of these cassettes. And it's a really good episode. And it's 48 minutes long, 24 minutes A-side and B-side, because that's the technology. Um, and you can only get them. Our patrons, they will be having uh, from this collection of 50 to be sent. And that means that there will be some left for new patrons who want to sign up. Mm-hmm. So, so if you sign first, up... First come, first serve basis. Yes. So if you want to own this hard copy version of an episode that no one ever uh, no one else will ever hear then uh, you need to uh, go to patreon.com forward slash canadian politics is boring and you will get one of these cassettes as a join-in present um and it will uh, it's exciting it is exciting tell them what tell them what uh, what they can expect to become a, if they become a patron by the way patron if you're unfamiliar with patron patron is just a way to support your favorite local curators obviously we're not as big as netflix and so we can't mass produce stuff and then charge like the masses you know a, a, a fee like we it's it's like like the days of old artists would get kings and princes and queens to sponsor them to make them art and music exactly and, stuff like that. and there's no there's no no one we did ask king charles and he didn't. He didn't return my phone call. So, which is weird because he always returns mine. Yeah, and I just didn't bother asking him. So anyway, it's a place you can go and you can give us a monthly fee to support us, and we give you neat stuff for that. Yeah. So this is kind of the the, the, the first of some neat stuff. Um, it's like seven seven dollars fifty a month Canadian Canadian. There's a secret show called. Um, uh, Canada is boring. It's not that secret if you had some previews. It's just me and Jesse doing the same show, but instead of talking about politics, we just talk about weird stuff or unbelievable stories from Canadian history. Um, there's one episode that just dropped uh, called Who Was Jerome of Sandy Cove, which is a mystery, mm-hmm. great Canadian <clears throat> mystery from Nova Scotia. Um, and and yeah, so, so uh, if you want to go sign up, become a patron, and it will be great. It will be fantastic. And Wafakak's coming up. Exactly. And you will get all access to all of the Wafakak. Normally, the first Wafakak was totally free to everyone. The second one was was behind a paywall. And this third one will also be behind a paywall. That's right. So uh, there you go. Patreon.com slash Canadian Politics is Boring. Or just follow the link in the show notes in the doobly-doo down below in your podcast player. Reese will probably put one there. Um, and go to our Instagram or any other social media if you want to see that cassette. Anyway. <clears throat> Thanks. We should start There's talking. Admin. Admin's done. Admin's done. Let's skip the STD zone because I think that was that was good for it. Ah.
That's not. That's a man, that's What STD STDs did Jesse get this week? Chlamydia. <laughs> that was the STD zone. Uh, so <laughs> that's not what the STD zone stands for. <laughs> so uh, the the St. Louis Ghost Train is the topic of tonight's episode. Oh, hang on, hang on. Good. Pause for lightning. Train sound. Train whistle. Bloody curdle scream. <laughs> I may or may not get around to putting that in. So, I hope you do. Um, so, <laughs> do you, have you ever heard of St. Louis? Not the American one that everybody knows. The Saskatchewan one that very few people in comparison. Oh, to this the is other a one. this is a Saskatchewan episode. It is. If you okay. shout out to Saskatchewan, all my Sask buddies, all my, all my Saska bros, Saska bros, <laughs> Saskatchewan, Saskatchewanans, Saskatchewanans, Saskatchewans. Sask- Let's move on. Saskatchewan buddies. Yeah, there we yeah. go. <laughs> Saskatchewan pals. Saskatchewan. <laughs> There's more. Saskatchewan wonders. <laughs> so, um, uh, this this the, the reason I've chosen this ghost story is that it has a great combination of it's it it's something spooky, but not something like a story like the way like the one you did about Catman. Uh, that's that's just you have to believe you have to trust your friends. The sound friend. effects and the the the, the quote unquote creepy music you put to that story, by the way, was so cheesy that it just it alleviated it from uh, what could have been an actual creepy story to something that you would tell six year olds at a camp store, a campfire. You're welcome. Just before they pee themselves, You're welcome. not because it's scary, but, but because they're six. But that ghost story is reliant on you trusting your friend that he's telling you the truth, and your and us trusting you that you trust your friend and you're a good judgment judge of character. Yeah, which that's makes how me ghost just, stories work, man. Which which I I don't think you're a good judge of character. Thank but, thank um, you. So that's nice. so it, and, and that just <laughs> takes away from the story. So what I wanted was a story that. If I was like, this is a ghost story, and if you would like to experience what happens to other people, you can actually go there, and there is a good chance that you will also get to see something weird. Okay. Which to me is way more scary. So you're saying that the ghost story that you're, you've you discovered is better because you get to tell it versus the story that I discovered because I had to tell it. No, what I'm saying is if you, <laughs> if, if you hear this story, yeah. you can jump in a car, you can drive to St. Louis, and you can spend a week there hanging out in the evenings in this particular spot, and you might see this thing that we're talking about. I don't. I don't like. I don't like you boosting up your ghost stories by putting my ghost stories down. That's okay, tell shitty. me, what's your guide to seeing Catman? Well, you go, you go to that guy's house and you just kind of wait see, in, his, in his bedroom. And you I can give you Google directions the... to see it. <laughs> I'll drop a pen for you. Anyway. I like that story. Was it was a good story. Yeah, right. I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure it was. But, you know, it was a good story, but this, this one. This one's better. <laughs> this will blow your socks off. All right. They'll blow your socks all the way from Halifax to St. Louis. I'll, I'll be sockless by the end of the episode, which is great because that, that way I can do, give you a nice love, love tap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gentle, gentle <laughs> love taps to the forehead. Um, That's how I say goodnight. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, my sweet angel. <laughs> anyway, so this is supposed to be scary. Stop laughing. Uh. St. Louis is a small village located 35 kilometers south of Prince Albert. <laughs> Sorry, I can't get it out yeah. of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I, can, 
Can we proceed? I just got one shoe and sock on, the other one totally barefoot, and just <laughs> put my girlfriend to bed and just reach over my sockless foot in front of her face and wish her good night. Try it. Try it tonight. <laughs> Deep breath. Deep breath. There we go. Okay. And learn. Okay. So sketch your one, two, three, go. The small village of St. Louis is 35 kilometers south of Prince Albert and is home to 450 people, roughly. Um, it was founded by the Métis in uh, in the 19th century. And uh, it was uh, incorporated as a village on May the 19th, 1959. Um, interesting fact about St. Louis. So is is, is a large archaeological site of indigenous artifacts and and some of the amazing discoveries are species of wolf and buffalo that are 25 percent larger than modern species um, wow so and some some beads and clothing that's a thousand years old so that's a little bit of context a little bit of saint louis that's pretty neat what's the population there again 450 oh, it's tiny it's tiny wow size. so okay what is it hold on let's let's paint a little picture what is there to do in in saint louis saint louis or saint louis St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, what is there to do in St. Louis? Do I've been calling it St. Louis. It might be St. Louis. Is it St. Louis? Of course. Let's call it St. Louis. I'm an idiot. <coughs> dyslexia. It's not dyslexia. I mean, they're spelled St. the same way. <laughs> it, could, it could be one or the other. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I read it as St. Louis, but maybe it's St. Louis. Anyway, um, so so essentially, um, it, there's a river and a really nice bridge. Ooh, so old, you can go old fishing. Okay, that's yeah, fishing, cute. Hiking, right. I imagine. All right. Um, Hike to the bridge to fish. Yeah. All right. Um, they got a corner store where you can buy like pop. I assume so. Okay. I assume right there is. It's run by a lovely old couple called um, Bertha, Bertha and Henry and Bill and Bill. Bill Henry Bill. There's three of them. <laughs> yeah. Very modern. Yes, place. Exactly. Very progressive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're in a, they're in a, a tr- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and they run the convenience store. The only convenience store. Yeah, exactly. Called Martha, Ben, and Henry's. Is it Bill? Bill. Martha, Bill, and Henry's. Yeah, Which, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> So, uh, north of St. Louis, it is, it is, it's all going on. So, north of St. Louis, there are some abandoned train tracks. Okay. And you can see the evidence of the train tracks. The, the train tracks are disused, they are rotting away, there's chunks missing, there's uh, uh, grass has grown over them. So, these are unusable train tracks that were abandoned. No. Okay, I've seen. I mean, you, you can come across these all over Canada, honestly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. trains aren't cool anymore. Oh, they're still cool. I so, like trains a lot. They are. They are cool. Um, I was. I was so. Gosh, the last time I was actually on a train might have been like ten years ago. It was via rail. I was going across. I think it was just going to New Brunswick, and uh, the place the, the train was practically empty. Right, so I was just spend my time just wandering up and down the the train, and um, and then I got to. The first class cabin, which was also empty, like the whole place was just really quite just under, it was, nobody was using the train. And I decided to just kind of wander into the first class cabin and take a look. And then down immediately comes running, ru- like comes running down. <clears throat> immediately, as soon as I get into the uh, the first class cabin, uh, one of the one of the, the train stewardesses, I don't know if they're called, comes running down to explain the importance of segregation to me. And so off I had to go back to the poor section of the train. Because like you know, I just couldn't be there. So because you're poor. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the the so there is what people it's known as the the St. Louis Ghost Train. 
St. Louis Ghost Train, whichever one it is. The okay. St. Louis, Louis is more fun to say. It's the St. Louis Ghost Train. It so me of chocolate. Yeah. It's a, a mysterious white and, and, and a light that also shines red that runs across those tracks as if it's a train. What? So this is this is an eyewitness. It's account. just a red light that goes along the tracks as well, if there's a train? Here's a description by uh, <laughs> local resident Edward Lassier, who um, who remembers, he's grown up, he spent his whole life in St. Louis and remembers the ghost, seeing the ghost train throughout his entire life. What? It was very prominent, the light coming through the bush. It was so obvious what it was. It actually did look like a train. It was just weird. The light would come out and it would reach the bush line and would fade away. There's certain things our community community is known for, and it's put us on the map and made us feel proud. So he's seen the light probably 50 to 60 times in his lifetime. Wow. Is it just him? Because um, that could be a brain disorder. Uh, no, it's not just him. He's just someone who's lived in the town long enough to see him many times. Okay. So, and this is this made me laugh. It was something to do in St. Louis. There's not much else to do in a small town apart from witness a ghost train. And apparently. go to Martha. Yeah. Bill and Henry's convenience store. Exactly. So the Martha. Um, so and there's lots of legends about what it actually is. But there's one legend from the twenties when uh, a Canadian National Railway conductor was examining the train tracks one night and was decapitated. How? From what? A train. But an actual train or a ghost train? No, you killed like the the where the site is. Somebody was decapitated in the twenties. Oh, I thought you were saying that someone was decapitated by the ghost train. You're saying no, that's that would, the ghost. That would be cool, but no. right? No, that's the ghost. Is that's, that's the, the reason. something horrible happened to somebody, and maybe that's what causes it. So a conductor was decapitated in the 1920s by a train where the lights are because he was inspecting the, the tracks. Yeah, and he was decapitated. He looked up because he had a train, and the train took his head off. How quiet was this fucking train before it approached him? Well, it, was it sneaking up on him? Maybe at his headphones. He's a on. conductor. Yeah, he was listening, maybe he was listening to, to our cassette on his Walkman. But dum dum. Yeah, that was a good play. Kane eating bollocks is boring. Uh, Patreon to go and get one. <laughs> um. So, um, so hold on. You're saying that we're going to call him Bob the conductor? Unless he had a name, does he have a name? Uh, just Bob. Conduct conductor Bob. Conductor Bob said, "Boy, these tracks look." crooked i better go inspect them and he goes and he lays his head down not his head sorry his neck he lays his neck down on one of the rails and stares forward in the opposite direction from where the trains come for like 10 minutes ignoring the coming from the other direction was like (laughs) i think the train's broken (laughs) he didn't even hear that broken train So that's and then he got decapitated and everything. <laughs> is that your is that your oh, Jesse's train? I wouldn't say it way better than that. <laughs> um, so, so he, well, that's why he didn't know it was a train because yeah. so, it didn't say um, anything like a train. Yeah, he just he was like this some kind of imbecile creeping up on me. Um, so I, yeah, I, I don't know. There's lots of ways to get decapitated by a train. Uh, that's one of them. Uh, te- testing the strength of the track using a sensitive neck is one of them, I guess. But, uh, but anyway, so, so so local residents Betty and Les Rancourt have memories of seeing the ghost like that date way back to when they were in high school, and they're they're kind of older residents there. We did that all the time as teenagers growing up, and as we got older and got married, then our kids started to do that as well. So basically, they'd hang out at that spot hoping to see the light. You'd always see the light come in. Always. I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever gone when I haven't seen the light. The couple estimates they've seen the light more than 50 times. Wow. 
Um, we should go. I know. So Les moved to St. Louis as a teenager and clearly remembers the first time he saw it when he was 16. We came here and walked down the track and I saw this light, which looked like pretty much a car light from the distance. But interesting thing. It had a little red light that moved around it up and down, said Les. Um, so but the, the town has actually embraced the light so much. They want to make it a tourist site. They can't because it's on private land. The, um, what, the whole railroad? No, just the, the spot where you can see the light. Because it's that common. They want to make it a tourist site. Well, I'm sure they could f- figure out some, make some kind of deal with the people who own that land. So uh, uh, Mark Caron, who's the mayor of the village at the time, said, a lot of people do come for St. Louis asking where the, where the ghost lights are. It gets the name of St. Louis out there in a fun and mysterious way. So the whole town is like, hey, come see our ghost train. And, the, now, we're, the, and every, now we're doing every, it on our show, right? Every so other like, Tuesday. At, at, at 8 p.m., the, the <laughs> lights show up. I just want to say sorry. I keep jumping between St. Louis and St. Louis. That's uh, fine. I hope, nobody, that... hope nobody cares. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So the phenomenon has been featured in the television television series Unsolved Mysteries and entails a strange light moving up and down an old abandoned rail line at night, changing colours and varying brightness. I found an investigator, internet investigator. Oh, an internet investigator? So it's called the lewislight.altspace.org. It's a really old looking website. Can I see it? Do you um, have it? Let's see if we can find it. Is it like a GeoCities website? It's not. It's, it looks like it may be like slightly more modern than that. But this most half of the site doesn't work anymore. So it took me a long time to, to do it. I've seen it. Okay. It's taking forever to load. It's 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 here we go. Do you want to describe this website? Okay. It's oh my goodness. Okay. So black background. Black background, big white title with like you know the 3D titles? <laughs> it's kind of popping out on the page. And then like bright yellow links on a black background with a single tiny, tiny photo of like, I guess the light on the train in a black background. Like it's just, it's a very bad website. But that's, a, that's an actual <laughs> picture of the light. Oh, cool. Let me see it again. Yeah, yeah. Check it yeah, out. Yeah. So it's, okay. it's just... I mean, it's a tiny fucking photo. Can you blow it up? Nope. No. Nope. You can't click on it. This, it's, this website was designed for It's for the dialogue. size of my palm, the photo, and I can't enlarge it. That's... 
It's it's black trees on a black sky with a tiny white pin prick in the middle. That's the light. Here Come see it, everybody. It's a ghost train. <laughs> so anyway, from, but to be fair, whoever put this together, they did quite a bit of research. So um, okay, you know what? I'm making fun of someone who doesn't know how to make a website, which is like the majority <laughs> of people. I'll give you that. I'm get sorry. on Squarespace. Like, seriously, no. Unless they, pay, <laughs> unless they pay us to say that, don't. Actually, shout um, out to Card C A R R D dot Co. They're amazing and really inexpensive. So there you go. There you go. There you go. So this is the description they put. So uh, the light becomes visible along an old tra- an old track bed where the tracks have been removed. This particular pillar. Stra- this particular stretch of track is straight. It does seem to have a raise. It does seem to raise slightly when you look south down its length. The sides of the track are wooded with 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 bush. The light first becomes visible as a glow, then becomes brighter and can be much brighter than any star. The light appears to start on the right hand side of the track and appears to move toward the center. One has the impression of something moving up a hill around a curve, and after a few seconds, the light fades away. Slow this down, and we're going to put some music to it. Okay. Some have observed that the light can seem to come very close, but I have not observed this. The distance to the lights is very difficult to judge. I would estimate 500 meters. The light is sometimes followed by another light, a deep red, which seems to be closer. It moves erratically from left to right. This is the basic version of how I have observed the light to show up. However, there seem to be many variations on this theme. In addition, the lights I have mentioned, smaller lights which are less easy to see, seem to flash on and off around the general area of the light. I would not have mentioned these except for the fact that other people I have been with at the time also saw them. Wow. Yeah. So let's just, a little admin, uh, Reese, uh, why don't you read what is on the website? And this is a first, per, first uh, person account. First this is a first person account of someone who's seen it many times and tried to document it the best they can. Who said, who, who is it? Um, I can't find their name on, it, on the dated website. Uh, oh, sorry. No, there we go. It's I actually just found her in the copyright. Nathan Friesen, 2001, this website's from. Wow. Okay. Thanks, it Nathan. Like, thank you, Nathan. Well, you know what? For 2001, it's a pretty good website. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the website of the future for 2001. Um, so That's cool, man. That's very cool. Do you want to know, know something? Um, some people have had electrical problems with their vehicles parked nearby. I was going to say, people have electrical problems with their cars when they drive down the tracks. Yeah, yeah. that's in, in the middle of the night. And they describe something else that, that happens, which is that when the light is bright and active, dogs and coyotes start to, start to howl. So, uh, and the description... That's awesome. It's quite creepy, actually. I've been able to observe this on at least two occasions. On a few occasions, the red light to the right of the tracks flickered violently and became very bright. Dogs and coyotes began howling, and even geese began honking a few seconds before the red light appeared. Um, yeah. That's fucking wicked. That is Isn't amazing. That cool? so That's all, very cool. All these local people have seen it dozens of times. This person has been there so many times enough to like have different variations of seeing it. I, you know what? I've you you probably you may have read it in my bio that I like I like a good ghost story, and it might sound like just a fun little thing to put there. But I genuinely love a good ghost story. I think they're really fun. Do I believe in ghosts? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. It's to talk about ghosts for a quick second. Like human beings are really, really great at um, observation and overeating pattern and overeating <laughs> pattern recognition. We're really, really, really great at pattern recognition. And when we see a pattern, we don't understand what it is. Oftentimes, we'll make it up. We'll make up the reason for it. Right. So our ghosts 
real? Are they the spirits of the undead? Who the fuck knows, right? Maybe, maybe not. Does that mean that something isn't happening? No, people are seeing shit happen all the time. What is it? Is it electromagnetic interference? Is it the spirits of the dead? Who the fuck knows what it is? But that doesn't mean that something isn't happening. That doesn't mean that people aren't observing a pattern over and over again. So like, it's fun to believe in ghosts. It's fun. I don't know if I do, but I do know weird shit happens all the time that we can't explain. (laughs) That's why I love love stuff like this because it's almost like this is how we believe reality is. And when something like this happens, you go, oh, the code's broken. Right? Yeah. Oh, he shouldn't be walking into that wall and half of him in the wall, like on a video game. <laughs> but so when these things happen, it makes me go, oh, is this evidence that um, that they were in a simulation and they just forgot that bit? I, I know it probably wouldn't be as, uh, I, 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 I don't know if it would be as popular as this, but like I've always kind of wanted to make a spooky ghost story um podcast where we get true ghost stories from around the world whether it be youtube or podcast and just tell ghost stories because i think that would be super fucking fun there's like a million podcasts that do that. i know i know i just think it'd be fun and like we wouldn't make any money out of it. like norman Reedus from the walking dead he was on i think it was called spooky which is a podcast and he told his <laughs> his his story about like experiencing a fucking poltergeist <laughs> Did you hear this? No. Did no, I no, tell you I this? no. It's crazy. So he was off shooting The Walking Dead in Europe somewhere, and they put him up in an old, old hotel, right? And it was like this big sort of villa in, I don't know where it was, Italy or something like that. And he had the, like, the main floor to himself, and it was where an old artist used to live and apparently died. And it had Vincent been- Vincent van Gogh? <laughs> yep, that's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway, like the funny thing is that the people who put him up there knew how haunted this place supposedly was and didn't bother telling Norman, right? And Norman- Maybe they didn't believe in ghosts. Maybe, but they kept hearing of it. Like they just didn't bother telling him. They're like, yeah, I guess maybe they just didn't believe in it. So they didn't put any stock into it. So Norman comes in and that night he's like, <laughs> Norman has no expectation of what's going on. He's just there to have a nice night, uh, you know, read his lines, get a good night's sleep and then go to work the next day. And he goes there and like the shutters- in the in, in between each of the doors, in, in between each of the rooms, start like s- smashing closed and like shattering glass behind him, and like several of them, and like he just decides to he's freaked the fuck out, but he doesn't leave, which is really fucking weird. He just goes to sleep, and the next day he calls the person who puts him up there, and he's like, "Yeah, so this happened. Uh, that was kind of weird, right?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, that's happened before. Sorry about that." Yeah, he's like, it's what? just a ghost. <laughs> So he, there's like, uh, angry Neville, the so ghost. He was told to like bring some artwork of the, the artist, whether it be, a, I forget what they did, if they're a musician or if they're a painter or whatever, bring some artwork to show appreciation, pour some whiskey for them and just like sh- say, thank you for staying in their place. Yeah. And he did it and he could still feel this tense tension, but nothing happened the next night. Why he stayed? I don't fucking know. He's Norman fucking Reedus. <laughs> Rent out an entire fucking hotel somewhere else. Like, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> right? Um, I, uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. The poltergeist in Welsh history, poltergeist activity in Wales was uh, put down to, they blame a puka. So a puka was a goblin, essentially, like an invisible goblin. Okay. So when they experienced weird, like, poltergeist activity, they thought they put it down to fairies. Okay. Puka. So puka. puka sounds cute, though. Doesn't sound... I guess so, yeah. but... yeah. Have you ever experienced any ghost... I've only experienced, like... I told you a whole ghost story a few episodes ago. 
Oh my God, you're right. You totally have. Yeah, sorry. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it had such a good impact on you. My memory is shit. Such man. a lasted impact. No, that was an you. amazing story. That was amazing. The only, the only real, I've, it's weird. I have a lot of friends who are into ghost stories and have a lot of personal ghost experiences. And I've had like two in my entire life. And they were kind of minor, but I was, I was a kid. I might have been 10, 12. I'm going to say I was 12. And I just got in bed. So I wasn't asleep. There's no way I was asleep. It was like I got into bed 60 seconds ago and I laid down. And I was going to bed. I was going to sleep. And as clear as day, as much as, as it would feel right now, as if I did it to you myself, I felt a hand press into my back. And I jumped up and there was nobody there. And I freaked the fuck out. And I, of course, I woke up my, my mom and she came over and was like, well, maybe it was your guardian angel telling you everything was okay. I'm like, can you tell my guardian angel to fuck up? I didn't say fuck up. Can I tell him? Because I was 12. <laughs> Can you tell and them to so not scare Jesse, the shit out of me? Jet, what followed was 38 years of bad luck. <laughs> oh, that would explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you told your garden angel to fuck off. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to... Um, is, there, is there more to the story? There is. Are, oh, good. Okay. Th- this, this would be a great uh, movie. So two 12th grade, two 12th grade students from... Uh, Larong in Saskatchewan won a science fair gold medal for investigating and duplicating the phenomenon, which they claimed uh, was caused by the diffraction of distant vehicle lights. Ah, it's almost like a they Scooby ruined it. Scooby Doo. No, but, uh, let's wait and see. So they began with the hypothesis: the ghost train was nothing more than vehicle headlights from a nearby road, um, and they wanted to try and prove it. So they re- they visited the site several times. The only thing that would be exciting about that experiment if is if it failed. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I want that experiment to, to fail. So, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, exactly. So, so the girls used a, a to scale map and a compass and a global positioning system uh, borrowed by one of, from one of their dads um, the, to calculate the precise location while viewing the lights from the old bed. So they, they, they basically then stood there um, and they tested different locations. So they got one of the girls got their dad to park in different spots around the site with his lights on. What a good dad. Um, I know. It's like, he's just like, I just want to go home. I'm, I'm just supporting her love of science. Um, Whatever gets her out of the house. <laughs> so, um, and then they were on cell phones and they go, okay, flash your headlights now. And they do it. And then, so um, they did it in half a dozen, dozen different locations, um, watching for the ghost train to appear. Uh, but there was no match uh, in the appearance of the ghost train. Oh, it d- actually failed. They, didn't, they couldn't replicate well, it. They, they, they were struggling with it, and then the girls wondered if the roads they were testing were too low to be seen from the old track bed. So the the, the nearest roadway with a certain elevation was a hilltop on Highway 2, which was uh, 8.5 kilometers away, and it seemed like it was too far. Um, and after several tries, the greater the distance, they discovered a short stretch of highway um, they they were convinced they kind of re- recreated it. So we got, we got Dad to stay there for 20 minutes, just flashing the lights on and off. He'd tell me when he turned the lights on and off, and uh, there was no quest- question that the there was the light... There was no question where the light was coming from. So they kind of got something similar to happen from so far away. What about the red lights, though, that moved up and down? And, well, and when Elisa's father turned his vehicle around on the gravel road at the crest of the hill, the girls observed a reddish light occasionally reported by the ghost train observers. According to legend, the reddish light is the lantern of the dead conductor uh, looking for his head. But, <laughs> but according to their theory, it's the tail lights of, of one of their dad's car. Well, that just ruined everything. Yeah, so... That sucks. So... <laughs> 
Uh, so they said, the, 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 the Welcome to our new podcast, Reese Ruins Fun Things. <laughs> <laughs> the research suggests an optical phenomenon called diffraction may be the answer. Light passing through a small opening, some distant trees, all these kind of things. Has the St. Louis ghost train been, been solved was kind of the, the tagline of it all. But And then, during their investigation, all three teenage girls were decapitated suddenly. <laughs> And um, father was relieved and, this and went back, home. This is back in the year 2000. Something both the both girls were really pleased and they earned, earned them like the gold medal at the science fair. But that's all well and good. They think they recreated the, the results. I mean, how much do you think they but tampered these with their have, experiment because they wanted a good grade? But these lights have been visible and been spotted in the same spot before cars and before the highway was even there. So, well, I mean... Hold on, you're saying in the seven in the 1800s? Yes, the road that they did, the highway. Well, the, the highway of, wasn't there, and the track th- where they were was it wasn't. There weren't cars driving through there before when people saw the lights. Well, hold on. When did this? When did the decapitation occur? What that year? was in the 20s, but there's been 1920s. There's yeah, yeah. that's cars in the 1920s. <laughs> no, no, but my <laughs> but that road wasn't there, and they're saying that there are there's some legends locally of people reporting those lights before cars were even around. Mm. So, although they might have done been able to recreate something similar, it doesn't sound like what everybody else is describing. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know if they did actually solve it because they didn't provide any pictures. Oh, oh, why? why I couldn't they... find any pictures related to it. So well, this they, is 2000. They didn't have 2000. digital cameras back then. Well, they then. did, but it was the ones with the uh, floppy disk you put in the side. <laughs> those? I took three photos and now my camera's full. Was that a thing? I had, uh, when I was in Could art, you actually put a floppy disk in the When I was in art camera? college, we had a digital camera, yeah. and you put a floppy disk in the side of it, me. and you could take a picture, and you would like, you take five photos, and the photos were awful. Right. It was when we were still- That's we amazing. St- we still had the, the, we were still developing photos the old-fashioned way in in a dark room, because the digital cameras were awful, but it's obviously changed. That's amazing. So. You know, it's it's funny how like, so back when I was working at iStock Photo, in 2007, 2008, 2009, somewhere around that time, you know, have you ever heard of Hasselblad cameras? I think so. Hasselblad are like top of the top of the top of the line. They're back then, like if you wanted a Hasselblad camera. I know David Hasselblad. (laughs) Hasselblad? He had a talking car. (laughs) Yep. And his talking car made cameras. That's right. I like your photos, David. So like if you wanted to... If you wanted to take photos for like billboards and you needed like a super high res and, and like oh, yeah, if you yeah. weren't using film and you wanted to use digital, you get a digital Hasselblad and it was like a twenty or $30,000 camera that had like a 20 megapixel sensor on it. And and today you can get like a 25 megapixel phone. Yeah, my phone does 24. Right, yeah. It's just like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. Did they solve it? I don't, I think people have still seen it afterwards. It's still being reported. And also, um, it's so celebrated in 2014, Canada Post issued a stamp depicting the St. Louis ghost train on a series of five ghost tales. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think the girls solved it? I don't know. I don't know. Or do you think there's an actual fucking ghost I don't, train? No, but what I think it is, is a very interesting uh, phenomenon happening mm. that is just super interesting. Like it's I don't fascinating. Know what, it'd be cool to know what it is. Because if you saw that, that if you could explain, if you, you have a site where you have this repeatable thing going on, and if you could actually, maybe they did solve it, I don't know. But if you could go there. I'm really surprised nobody's filmed it. It could explain a bunch of ghosts and UFO sightings. And it's a, this kind of perfectly natural phenomenon that happens. Why has nobody filmed it? Um, people have filmed it. 
There, there is. I'll, I'll show you. There's a bunch of videos. They're not great quality. It's just, it's, it just looks like a light in the dark. Oh. If I if I stood, it, I say, suppose, say, right? Yeah. Say we were in a field or a forest at night, and I just stood uh, like a hundred yards away from you and shone a torch at you, and you filmed it. That's what all the video footage looks like. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly. Well, they need, what they need is like night vision cameras, thermal cameras. I do like the full full spectrum of what you can record. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. Let's just go with the full gamut here. Let's, yeah. let's so, get some grants so, from the so government. So the St. Louis slash Lewis ghost train. Did you like that story? That was great. Are you kidding me? Let's do so, more of those. So Halloween. Fuck politics. This Halloween. Go, <laughs> Canadian ghost stories are boring. Let's just... <laughs> Halloween, go there. That's my advice. We should contact St. Louis... Louis, can we come? Can we come and do? We'll just tell them that we did this and, and see if we can uh, get their mayor on. Yeah, you know, or something like I don't know. <laughs> get them to fly us down, put <laughs> us up. <laughs> it look, it's a really beautiful part of the countryside. So I would quite happy to go and spend. They've got a bridge time. and a river. They do. Yeah. I, it, They've I, got a corner I, store. What I want to what, what know is, can you jump off the bridge into the river in the summer? Because that's fun. Or will I break my legs? <laughs> If, you, if you've ever jumped off the St. Louis slash Lewis River Bridge and uh, broken your legs or survived, or know. you do it every summer for fun, let us know. CanadianPolitiksIsBoring at gmail.com. Yeah. That was great. Is that is that all the story? Happy Halloween, you bastard. <laughs> That's what Reese says to every child who comes yeah. to his house at Halloween. May your yeah. teeth darken with... Uh, Molasses with, candy. With, may your teeth darken with sugar. <laughs> and may, may your, uh, your bowels... Uh, strain under the weight of uh, the candy that you eat this is, is that what you tell every child that comes to your house yeah. for trick-or-treating jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> so, something made me laugh really funny was um it was a uh, they posted and it was hey be careful uh this halloween um some people have been hide you know the whole some people are hiding these things in the candy oh well, that mean that but it was it was yeah. a snickers bar and it was ripped in half and it, inside have you ever seen the paintings by hieronymus bosch no Hieronymus Bosch uh, is a, I think he's from the Middle Ages, and he'd paint like uh, super weird, surreal religious scenes. And there's this really famous painting called The Garden of Earthly Delights. And it's got like demons eating people. Okay. And some, someone had ripped a, a Snickers in half and was like, careful, people are hiding uh, paintings by Hieronymus Bosch in the candy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know why. I've always been a Hieronymus Bosch fan. Uh, um, I have to look him I'm going to show you a picture. You can describe a Hieronymus Bosch painting to our to our listeners. And um, all right, uh, going off the rails. This, this is going, <laughs> it's actually quite spooky. It's quite a weird. He's a very weird, a very weird person. Ironically, going off the rails is kind of it on, is on on point da, with da, today's da, episode. Da, da. <laughs> How would you describe that painting? It's kind of like a landscape with like lots of different things I, going on. I it. think, I mean, it's really... It looks like Where's Wally, but everyone's naked. Zoom in. Oh, yeah. Where's Wally? Everybody's Bev. naked. And it's kind of colorful. It's like, Where's Waldo? Is it called Where's Wally in the, in Europe? Yeah. It's Where's Waldo here, Cause except Wald, everyone's cause, naked. I don't want to say a naked Waldo. Wal, Waldo means phallus. Oh, does it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, know, I have no idea why he's called Wally and Waldo. I, mean, I don't see any, but any monsters eating people. It's just a bunch of naked people. But anyway... Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't call it creepy. Like or, little... some of his paintings are really creepy. He was. Yeah. I think he. I think he was. 
I don't know what was going on in his mm. head. But anyway, anyway, uh, so if you want to be scared this Halloween, look at the work of Hieronymus Bosch. While you go to St. Louis slash St. Louis in Saskatchewan and uh, wait for the ghost train. Yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah that'd be Wonderful. great. Uh, before we go, I want to give a, a quick shout out to another podcast that no, I was. No, no. No? Oh, why not? Yeah, go on then. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it's another local podcast. It's a, a friend of mine, Rachel. They've uh, created a show called Queens of Spice. And um, okay, so it's 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 a new show. They've got about six or so episodes out by the time of this recording. And it's it's three best friends talking about smutty, filthy romance novels. And there's lots of podcasts out there with, with three best friends talking about stuff. It's true. Um, and I listened to one and then I kind of got hooked and I listened to a bunch more because of one thing that happens, uh, in the middle that (laughs) is the greatest fucking thing. So one of their friends, Jacqueline is this sweet, innocent sounding woman, kind of like a Mr. Rogers. And, and in the first episode, she didn't know her other friends were going to make her do this, but they, they gave her a, a passage of like a, the filthiest, smuttiest passage in one of these books. And they're like, here, you're going to read this. And she's like, <clears throat> what am I doing? And they forced, and they ever since they just forced her to read the smuttiest, most graphic shit. And it's hilarious. So <laughs> just, I'm just telling, I don't know. I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff, but like Queens of Spice, uh, it's it's worth it for that five minute segment. Let me tell you. And so that's just my little shout out. No, that's it's, cool. It's Actually, made my day. <laughs> I've got a shout as well. I've got a gift for you. You have a gift for me. So this is from a, fo- a listener called Justice Hayes, who's got LazyRiverDesignWorks.com. Okay. And he listens to the show. He's got, he's got two gifts. So you had a shirt, and I had a hat. And this is one of his designs. So I got a shirt? And I got this, I got like a bucket hat. This shirt is amazing. And the bucket hat is like a weird, pa- I would, it's like purple with weird patterns. I'm so, mu- I'm so happy I got the shirt instead of the fucking bucket hat. <laughs> so how do I look? You look ridiculous. Thank you very much. <laughs> So, this shirt actually looks really good. Lazy River God. Design Works. So this is a shirt he's designed. Holy shit. And the hat's for me. Um, wow. I think he said it's he like a floral shirt, but it's all black and red. Yeah. And so it looks kind of gothy and cool. And floral shirts actually look good on me. So this is, uh, hey guys, a little something from the left coast as a thank you for your work and cheers for the future hat. Cheers for the f- cheers to the future. The hat is for Reese and the shirt is for Jesse. It's a large, but it should fit. My oldest son is a medium and it fits him. I didn't need to read that. Well, well said. <laughs> good luck. Take care, Justice. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lazy River Design Works. So, uh, Hawaiian shirts, bucket hats, umbrellas, and more. The fact that you're wearing the bucket hat over your headphones is a bucket is... hat. It's made designed for hell. Head. I should cut holes. Can you do us a hat? I won't cut holes in it, but can you do us a hat with holes for headphones? Thank oh, that'd you. be yeah. There so, uh, yeah, uh, I hope I hope you'll shat yourself or Jesse owes you a million uh, love taps. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that, but. I did. Good night, Reese. Good night, everyone. There you go. That's your love taps for the night. The <laughs> end. <laughs> go to Patreon. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 